Good afternoon. From a passing game standpoint, obviously on your home, but obviously he's a known commodity, and we'll push forward toward the weekend. Obviously, without facts, evidence, reason, logic, an understanding of science, these are good things. Obvious. Black bears weigh between two and five hundred pounds. Brown bears weigh between 300 and over 1,000 pounds. This is your victory. <laughs> Should have just started recording right there. Yep. yep. Uh, welcome to The Obvious, everyone. Episode 114, I think. Not sure, but here we are. Boys are back. First week of yes. July. Oh no! Actually, I think our last episode was July too. Possibly, right. it was. It was July. No, nope, no. Was no, it July Tuesday? Oh, we did do a Tuesday, didn't we? Oh yeah, it was last episode of June. Yeah. Well, first first episode of July. How's everyone's fourth? Huh? Celebrating the freedom of our great nation. Dude, I felt bad because I didn't do anything on the fourth, mainly because. So the third I worked. Communist. <laughs> Shut up. But on the third I worked. The third I worked like a six-hour shift, and then we went to Hairball afterwards. Which, if you don't know what Hairball it or who Hairball is, they're like a nationwide known like '80s cover band, <laughs> and they always do this huge. Fe- they, they always do this huge concert in Duluth every year and i think this year they said that there was like an estimated like ten thousand people at it like bayfront was completely full that's awesome and we were there so we were there and we got there like a little bit early so we got into the front like right next to the stage and everything like that like three rows in front of the stage basically in a huge mosh pit which that was fun as hell but it got super hot because it was like 90 degrees out before then and then like I didn't get home to my or back to my apartment afterwards until like one one thirty, and I had to work at eight in the morning. And then I ended up getting stuck at work until like four or five o'clock. So then after I got off and I was running off of like five hours of sleep, I just stayed inside and watched Netflix all the fourth. I was just like, I'm not going out. <laughs> that's that's what you you did the same shit in uh, Florida too. We'd go hard one night and Phil would be couch ridden the whole next day. <laughs> well, it was like well because it was like I wasn't even. I wasn't even hungover because I didn't want to be hungover for work and for the fourth and everything like that. So I stopped drinking at like 10, 11 o'clock. It was just the fact that I was so exhausted and everything. Like I almost like passed out at work because I sat down to eat some food and I was like falling asleep as I was sitting down. So you're a communist and you're a bitch. All right. All right. I see how I see how you want this to go today, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> Just prepare yourself. What'd you boys do for the fourth? To uh, my girlfriend's family's cabin. Uh, brought Rooster up there, and it was the first time at the lake for this little guy, and he did really well. Can so you swim? proud of him. He did not want to go into the water. He would go up and sniff it, and he would run away like a little pussy. Oh, so he's, he's one of them retarded dogs. <laughs> you don't talk about Rooster like that here. You should get him a doggy life vest and then just throw him in the water. <laughs> we'll, we'll take slow steps. Uh, but, yeah, it was a good fourth. Drank a lot of beer, ate a lot of good food. We had a baked potato bar with the fam. Um, it was pretty lit. 
didn't go out and watch fireworks, but that's okay because we stayed inside and we're drinking some nice scotch with family instead. So nice. That, I mean, you find a good scotch. Scotch actually tastes really good. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah, first time I had scotch was up at uh, my boss's cabin, and he had some in the ice house. I can't remember. It was like some like black label or something like that. I don't know. Like it's like okay scotch, but I was like, oh, it's actually way better than I thought it would be. <laughs> Tastes the better the more you drink it. Yeah, that yeah. After you get past that first glass, it's like, all right, this is actually pretty good. <laughs> right. Yep. Yeah, that's because like, yeah, when you actually pay for good like whiskey or scotch or vodka, it doesn't just taste like straight ethanol. There's actually flavor to it. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Have you Tyler? What'd you do? I took vacation and I spent six days at the cabin. I pretty much slept in the lake every day. It was so hot every day over the weekend. So we're in the lake every day just chilling, going on the boat, hanging out, playing volleyball in the water, and having a good time. Nice. I'll have to get a video for you next time we go to the lake. So my puppy, she's six months old. She loves the water. Nala won't leave the water. We literally have to wrestle her to get her out of the water. She actually scuba dives to try and catch fish. So her whole body and head will be underwater, and she'll be swimming with her eyes open underwater trying to catch fish. <laughs> Craziest shit I've ever seen a dog do. <laughs> that's I'll try you to get video next that, That's the lab in her. Or the retriever. Sorry, yeah, same, retriever. same. About the same goddamn thing. Anyways, but <laughs> tell her, no, it's not, but it's okay. Um, <laughs> now, Gus was the same way, I remember. It was one time I released a fish in the water, and as soon as I did that, he jumped in the water, and he came back up with a freaking bass in his mouth. I was like, what the hell? I told him to drop it, and he dropped it, and the fish just swam away, but I was like, what? It's like, what the hell are you doing, dude? You ever have it where they swim out and like after your bobber when you cast it out? No, we we only fish from the boat once with them in the boat. Okay. Once yeah. I would bring a fish into the boat, then they would freak out and try and like bite the fish and like eat it and shit. But right, right, no shit. When um, <laughs> we be fish like we use slip bobbers usually, uh, and just like fishing from the dock, and Gus swam out there, grabbed the slip bobber. If you guys don't know how slip bobber works, the bobber obviously goes all the way down to about, we were using like little jig or something, so it went all the way down to the jig. So Gus grabbed the bobber, and then the line went all the way down, and then he hooked himself in the mouth. Yeah, I remember <laughs> that. He swam back in, he just got a hook hanging from his mouth, and I mean, you just take it out. I mean, it's a dog, so like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's awesome. That's a good pick. <laughs> Bunch of goons on the boat. Yep. Hell yeah. See. I went down to South Carolina, took some, took a vacation also. That was nice. Brought the lady down there. Went really well. Um, we spent some time downtown. We went on the, we saw like the fireworks in the harbor, which they have probably the best fireworks I've seen in the, in the Charleston Harbor there, right on Patriots Point. That was awesome. And then we just spent a day, day, day at the beach too. And that was a lot of fun too. Got burnt. But it felt good. I needed it. Needed a decent burn. <laughs> Not as burnt as Helgo was the guys weekend, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Helgo got uh, fried that weekend. Yeah, that was. It was so weird because he got like. Everywhere was red except for like his neck up. It was like. And he didn't put on any sunscreen. I was like, I don't know how that happened or like what the hell he was doing for that to happen, but. I dead ass yeah. applied sunscreen like 50 times on the 4th. Dude, you get you get really burnt and it like ruins your week. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> it sucks. Because, like, never... for three days, you just can't move because it just hurts so bad. Yeah. I, I have a problem. The one place in my body that loves the burn is my kneecaps. Like, right above my kneecaps. Oh, That yeah. little area there. And it's the most annoying thing. So I'm sitting there looking like an idiot just applying sunscreen like 50 <laughs> times in front of Grace's whole family. And I didn't give a shit. I'm like, I burn so fucking easy. It's not worth it. So you can <laughs> laugh at me, but I'm fucking... I'm putting the sunscreen on. Yeah. No. For me, Does that make me racist, according to that Am I the Asshole? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Very much so. (laughs) Fucking crazy. You're trying to be more white. Can't do that, bro. (laughs) Unbelievable. Yeah. Quit being a colonizer, all right? (laughs) Little did we know, know, Box putting tar on him. <laughs> He's going you, the other direction. <laughs> so, Nick, did you live all your Reddit posts where you made Taylor stay back and not go to any events with you on vacation because she couldn't afford it, so she'd only eat two meals a day? Nah, she could afford it. I just didn't let her come. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, Nick, so, <laughs> I, was, I was like, all right, I'm gonna go do this thing. You can just like chill back here. It's like, all right, Nick's like, just sitting at a restaurant by himself. <laughs> Get wasted ever. Come pick me up. <laughs> <laughs> no, did I, you guys I stay the entire that. time at mom's or did you guys get an Airbnb? No, we stayed the entire time at mom's. I had a backup plan just in case shit went south or something to like grab like a hotel or something. I was like, yeah, <laughs> like, really just in case. But I mean, like shit would have to go like really poorly for yeah. that to happen, you know, but no, everything went really smoothly. Family loved her. So obviously that. That means a lot when your family meets him for the first time and they say they like him. So, <laughs> so when are you proposing? Tomorrow. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> nah. Are you gonna are you, are you gonna beat Bach to it? No, probably not. Probably not. Shit. I mean, I I had a couple friends over the weekend propose to their ladies. Uh, Kimball down in down in Texas. He. He's now engaged to his girlfriend. They've been dating for like five or six years. And uh, another who I don't want to name because I don't think they've announced it yet is also – I think you guys might know who I'm talking about. I can put it in the chat if you guys don't know. Put it in the, it in the chat. Oh, my God. Really? You guys don't know, huh? Here. Uh... Oh, they haven't announced it yet, but – Yeah. How do you guys not know? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> oh, oh, damn. I did not know that. Oh, no yes. shit. Spicy. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he texts. Uh, he texts me. He's like, he's like, yo, just got a ring. I was like, sweet. And then I saw him send a picture of him and his lady, and she had the ring on. I was like, no shit, he just did it that day. I was like, what? Okay. He's like, he just didn't wait, didn't plan it out or anything. He just fucking went and did it. I was like, props to you, man. I mean, I feel like that's kind of the way to do it instead of planning it all out and everything like that. Yeah. Hundred. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. It depends. It depends, like, how much effort you put into it, I guess. I mean, it's not... It depends on the female. I always put a fucking timeline on me these past few few weeks on the pod trying to to force me to pop the question, dude. This is kind of crazy. Well, I don't think she's giving you a better hint than buying you a dog without your permission. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's crazy, dude. Dude, You're locked in now. I mean, you're pretty much already engaged. You got a dog together. Yeah. Paige always hints at me that after college she wants to get engaged, and I I just kind of reply with, "Oh yeah, so like in about ten years." <laughs> just that way to keep her guessing. 
keep your guessing. Yeah. Like I might do law school. I might not do law school. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. <so laughs> 10 years or so. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out by then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's fair. That's why I feel she, she wanted, well, obviously right after college, but she's got, still got like two years left, right? Yes. Might have to copy and paste Tyler's proposal. Get the, get the dog to run out. Do it. I'll let you use it. Right. And you should, you should put the ring in a Bulbasaur thing. Duh. You should, you should <laughs> put the it ring's in... gonna be Bulbasaur-shaped diamonds. <laughs> you better be careful. She might say no to that shit. Yeah, hey. you, should, dude, you should just put it in a Pokeball and chuck it at her head. And say that I want you. <laughs> I choose you. <laughs> Fucking just whip it at her. And then that way, it like, throw a master ball. <laughs> Make sure it's in a master ball so that way she can't leave you. Yeah. <laughs> so you know it's going to work if you use a master yeah. ball. <laughs> Be like, I only get one of these and I'm using it on you. you. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. I think uh, that's, that's pretty fucking funny. One of my coworkers, his girlfriend uh, asked, oh, she wasn't the girlfriend at the time. She was just a friend of his at the time, asked him to prom. With a Pokeball that way. Threw a Pokeball at him with like a little note in there. He opened it up. He said like, I choose you for prom or whatever. I was like, oh, that's, <laughs> that's kind of funny. <laughs> Knowing him, he's like a big ass nerd. Obviously some shit, so it, it fit. And it obviously fits Bach. So. Well, yeah, he's a big that. ass nerd too. <laughs> Fucking likes Bulbasaur. <laughs> Dude, I got, my, my buddy made me a sick ass 3D printed Bulbasaur the other day too. Everybody knows. It? No, it's got like spikes on its head. It looks a little, looks a little scary. It kind of does. Oh my god! <laughs> Imagine wanting to get a tattoo of the worst of the original three starter Pokemon. I'm setting that up soon, dude. We're gonna get it right, like here. Yeah. Shit. Are you gonna get, like the full thing, or what are you gonna do? Wait, what's you Just get it on that forearm instead. Get what? You should just get it on your forearm on that same arm instead. No, fuck you. Yeah, you should get it as a cover-up tap. <laughs> I had somebody cover-red this fucking Eagles did, one. Did I tell you somebody came in the skies the other day and I was checking them in and he goes, dude, is that an Eagles tattoo with the play in the Super Bowl where Trey Burton threw the touchdown to Nick Foles? And I'm like, dude, you're jumping for free. <laughs> It was lit. Did you let him jump for free? Just give him the socks and say go? Dude, that was like, I wanted to, but you know, I, next time I will. Next time I will. Mock's not really a manager. He's just a fake manager. He can't give people jumps for free. I can. And I actually, starting on Monday, I have been gifted, not gifted, but I get to drive the Sky Zone car. It's like a 2016 Kia Sportage. Thing's a nice whip. Nice. Is it like a like? What do you mean you get to drive it? Like, what is this like, entail? It, like, it's like it's like my personal car. So like, my car's just been at Sky Zone, and I get to drive this wherever. Oh, only when you're at Sky Zone. Like, only when you're on the job, though. Probably. Like, as long as I'm working at Sky Zone, like it's gonna be my, like my personal car. Hmm. So you take it home. He's gonna and get a company car. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's hell like yeah. Parked, it's parked right out front right now. Hmm. Nice. You probably gotta pay for the gas and stuff though. How's that work? I got I gotta pay for gas, but like I don't have to pay for oil changes or anything like that. They do it all the repairs and anything that it needs and it's like a walking billboard, it's like wrapped in sky zone shit, but it, it's a nice car. Yeah. Point Carol. 
Huh? Poor Carol. Yeah, she she needs some love. I might I might have to drive her a couple of days of the week just just to let her know I didn't forget about her. You're getting a taste of that new car life, and you're probably thinking now you're like, you know, good fucking. It is go to get one, dude. <laughs> a fucking really Bluetooth probably you can hook up it to and play your own Bluetooth. music. <laughs> I've been listening to music. I've been doing podcasts to and from work. It's been it's been great. It's it's like luxury to be honest. <laughs> Not having to listen to shitty Fargo radio, dude. Froggy ninety nine point nine. Oh my god, dude. That's a, I felt so. My mom had me like let me drive her car like all around when I was down in South Carolina, and she doesn't have Bluetooth in her car, and I was just. I was just listening to normal radio. It's like, oh my god, this sucks. This absolutely sucks. <laughs> like, I can't listen to like my own playlists. I can't just put on like a podcast or whatever the hell. Just nothing worse than sitting in traffic on your way to the beach because there's only one way on and off an island, and you just stop and start listening to a fucking commercial ad or some s- s- dumbass person say trying to make stupid jokes on the radio. Probably some like talk show. Right, right. <laughs> you don't know it's bad until you have a taste of the good life. Right, exactly. You don't know it's bad until you have the taste of the good life. Exactly. You you got a taste now, and I bet you're thinking, you're thinking about doing it. Like, what do I want to buy? A car or a ring, dude? <laughs> <laughs> buy a car with the ring on it. Ah. <laughs> But then you gotta tell Grace that it's your car and not hers. Buy Just her a car and put it under your name. So then if <laughs> she leaves, you at least get the car. Yeah, that's like five head moves right there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Nah. Um, did you guys I know I sent it in the chat, but I didn't get no reply. Did you guys see that Columbus blue jacket goalie over the fourth? Yeah, it took a mortar to the chest. Unreal. He was sitting in a hot tub, took a border of the chest, stopped his heart, and he died. He's 24 years old. That's terrifying. <laughs> That's why I don't fuck around with fireworks. No, nah, you always think, like, fireworks, because when, until you have or, like, see an incident, like, with fireworks, you don't really put respect on certain things. And that was probably what was happening here. Then all of a sudden, it just tipped over and shot him in the chest, and he died. A professional hockey player. He was in the best shape of his life, probably, and he took a firework to the chest and died. Just... It was like fucking Jason Pierre-Paul blowing up his goddamn hand with an M80, like, five years ago. Yeah, that's just really fucking dumb. I mean, <laughs> especially an M80. What are you doing with that in your hand, first of all? I mean, I guess maybe you're supposed to throw them kind of like firecrackers, but... Doing hood rat shit with his friends, dude, like we all dream of. Right. <laughs> There's one time I had a firecracker, and I... Lit it and it, whatever reason, the fuse just fucking went out like that. And as soon as I threw it, it blew up like probably, I don't know, six inches a foot from my hand out of my hand. Like, like left blisters on my thumb and my pointer finger from when I threw it. And I was like, dude, shit, that could have, that could have been really bad. <laughs> this is really dumb shit we're doing right now. I was like, I stopped fucking around with firecrackers and stuff after that. That's, I don't shoot Roman candles. Like, I'll never hold a Roman candle just because I don't trust some freaking warehouse that built it to actually for it to shoot right. I mean, I saw you shooting one out of your ass that one time. Hey, that was a <laughs> bottle rocket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, those idiots. At least those, you know, it's, I mean, if it hits you, but I mean, God forbid a Roman candle hits you in the face or the eye 
Well, it's like you always hear, you'd always hear people, especially like the generation before us, like our parents always saying how when they were kids, they would have fucking Roman candle fights. And they're saying that we're fucking stupid. (laughs) No, we're soft, (laughs) Phil. We're the soft generation. (laughs) Yeah, because you guys, because they were the ones that didn't let us have Roman candle fights. Yeah. Yeah. And be like, yeah, how many, how many of your fucking people in your generation are burn victims? Huh? <laughs> Tell me that, huh? How many, how many plastic surgery on their face? Cause they got a big ass Roman candle burn on their face. I saw when we grew up, ammonia wasn't a fucking death disease. Yeah, they're over there eating lead chips. Yeah. <laughs> and we're the dumb generation. Okay. Well, I mean, we we did go through a phase of eating Tide Pods. That was for the memes. <laughs> so yeah, we do okay. shit for the memes. Okay, it's clout. All right, they weren't doing that. They're just they're just and dumb. We're the dumb generation. Yeah, we're the dumb generation. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> All right, well, Bucks Suns in the finals. Suns hey, boys. Four, dude. Suns in four. Let's go. What's game game two's tonight, right? Yes, sir. Tarios to reach torn ACL though for the Suns. That's tough. That is tough. He's he's like their big man off the bench, isn't he? Yeah, he's a good role player. Mm-hmm. So I I don't even care. Like Suns and four CP three finals MVP, it, it is what it is. The amount of bandwagons Box had to jump through to on this playoffs playoff run he's in right now is just unreal. Well, I'll bandwagon on any team that is facing Giannis <laughs> yeah. every day of my whole entire fucking life till the day I die from a mortar to the chest. <laughs> CP three popped off that first game though. He's been preparing for this moment his whole life, dude. 36 years old, still running the show. I don't yeah. know. It's been fun to see. I really hope they win. Honestly, like, if you just, like, last year I'd have been like, yo, let's fucking go. I want to see the Bucks win. You know, anybody but LeBron and shit. But now that Giannis is in the final and I just got this Tyler and Bach fucking rivalry going on, was, I'm, kind of, I'm rooting for the Suns. Sorry, Tyler. I already beat Bach twice. Like, come on, dude. <laughs> He's a fucking Nets fan. He's all of a sudden he's a fucking Hawks fan. Now he's a Suns fan, and he's a Rockets fan. You gotta be kidding me, dude. I'm a Rockets fan, but I'm also a fan of any team that's facing the Bucks. And that's just that's just it. It's like the only person I hate, or the only sports organization or person I hate more than Giannis is the fucking Dallas Cowboys, and it's not even close. Right. It's like it's like I'm a fan of the Minnesota Vikings and any team facing the Packers. Exactly. <laughs> so, but you don't get the honest hate, but you can keep hating. It's gonna hurt when he wins the championship. Charles Barkley, he's got them fucking all of his marbles on him winning the ship. So, better hope that they do. <laughs> I saw some Suns fan put an 11k bet on the Suns to win in four. Well, that bet's gonna be over after tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably the dude in the. Fucking Suns and Four. Whatever. Dude, the Suns and Four guy, yeah. you know, he took a picture at, like, some club with Jamal Murray. I saw that! <laughs> like, what the heck? <laughs> How is what it? is Jamal Murray taking a picture with the Suns and Four guy? Right, like, what What earned this guy the right to get a picture with Jamal Murray? <laughs> like, it's just, is it, was it even a video, or is it just a picture of him just doing the Suns and the dude, the Suns and Four guys living his best life. He's he's dragging on his 15 minutes of fame. I, whatever, I love it. But the fact that Jamal Murray took a picture with him when 
the Suns and Four guy got famous after beating some dude wearing a Jamal Murray's jersey's ass. <laughs> it's just fucking ludicrous, dude. <laughs> I love it. I don't know. Playoffs have been a lot of fun this year <laughs> to watch. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, fucking, I guess we could talk about Tampa Bay winning two straight cups. Well, Tyler called it beginning of the playoffs. I'll give him that. But, I mean. Beginning of the playoffs? I call it the beginning of the season. <laughs> that's fair. I've been saying it. I've that's, been saying it. That's, that is fair. But I don't think at the beginning of the season, you, I mean, I guess Kutrov was out, Stamkos out all year. Then they're both IR going in the playoffs. And then they both came back. Well, you know. Yeah, you know, when you go into the playoffs, $18 million over the cap, you usually go in with a pretty good edge. Did they break any rules, Phil? No, but I'm, I'm not complaining saying. that they did it. Blackhawks <laughs> did it in 2015. So, well, like, Blackhawks, we all hate the Blackhawks. No, fuck See, like, I'm, I'm actually a Lightning fan, unlike box, unlike box fake fandom of all these other NBA teams he's listing off. Tyler just needed to be a fan of someone who wins. So he had to pick up the lightning. I liked the lightning way before they won. <laughs> okay. Well, they've, won more, they've won more recently than the wild have, but I liked them in like, I started going to lightning games when I would go visit my family in Florida, probably in like 2008 or 2009. Oh, back in, uh, when Jill was down. Oh, yay. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. <clears throat> so I've been to a couple lightning games they are pretty fun. It's a cool atmosphere. Cause it's like actually tailgating hockey games because it's like, warm there in january so wouldn't that be the life cool. of an nhl player like playing somewhere where it's actually nice all year round and then just playing hockey for a living it wouldn't be bad you got the guys coming wish. from minnesota just white as fucking snow coming in you just got a nice tan on you just got off your fucking yacht <laughs> you're getting ready for a fucking game that'd be nice that's, that's like for hockey would you rather go play for a historic team like in Canada or something like that, or would you rather go play for a team where you can walk into the ice rink with flip flops? I would. Definitely... I'd rather go play for the team that can <laughs> that you can walk into the ice rink with flip flops. If you want me to be an Anaheim Ducks or a Montreal Canadiens player, I'm picking the Ducks nine out of ten times. Yeah. <laughs> Unless that Canadian team is stacked. <laughs> Unless you're gonna win the ship that year. Right. <laughs> Nah, but I mean, props to Canadians for fucking making it the way they did and fucking carry Price carrying their ass there. Jesus Christ. And they got shit on by the Lightning. They really got Wasn't shit on. Close. Right, yeah. <laughs> it was what we all kind of expected for that, that to happen to them right away. It's impressive they made it as far as they did, but... Yeah, granted they... I mean, I think we all kind of agreed that the, of the teams that were in the playoffs, the Canadian division was probably the weakest. I definitely thought the Bruins would gone past... Like, I thought they would beat the Islanders, for sure. They actually probably would have done... I mean, the Islanders still went seven against the Lightning, so it was like... Right. The Islanders yeah. have been sneaky good in the playoffs lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they've beaten Pittsburgh, like, three of the last four times they faced Pittsburgh in the playoffs, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, Islanders is a fun team to watch. A lot of Minnesota guys on the Islanders, too. That's why I like watching them. Yeah. Bunch of dudes from freaking northern Minnesota in the Twin Cities. Let's go. <laughs> There's a lot of them everywhere. Yeah, that is true. Need more Russians on the wild, though. What's... Yeah, no, another one wouldn't hurt, but no. we might not have one now, so. Yeah, what's all that with Kaprasov? I think he'll sign. It just sounds It sounds like his agent's trying to just be a dick and get him a big contract, and they don't have a lot of leverage. I mean, he's played 
one shortened season in the NHL, he's not going to get Panarin money already. It's just not going to happen. No, no teams get would pay him that. So, I mean, I mean, you I don't could give say a shit. that. Give but that then... man twenty million a year. <laughs> you could say that, but then when you sign Eck to six million a year, I mean, I love having Eck for eight years, but on an eight-year contract too. Yeah, I feel yeah, like I mean, we're going to be stuck with Eck the same way that we were stuck with like. Not nearly Parisi as bad as were... crazy. Not nearly no, as bad but as yeah, crazy and stuff. But still, X20, it's like... X 24 years old. He's not even going to be past his prime when his contract's over. But yeah. I don't know if he's proven himself to be able to sign an eight-year contract. Oh, hasn't he? Thing. He's I mean, well. an eight-year contract is... He's done well, but it's not like he's been any freaking eye-grabber or anything like that. Like, he hasn't he made an all-star game. He doesn't he need doesn't to be. Made he, an, he hasn't made an all-star game. He's in the top four in the Selkie this year. Yeah. He's, okay, but he didn't win it. His 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 right, people, the, people the, don't remember finishing second. People remember fucking winning it in an eight right, year contract. But you don't watch you, you don't watch hockey and you don't understand how valuable the center position is. I mean, you you can't get a center in the NHL. It's impossible. The Wild have been trying to do it for twenty two fucking years. If they're gonna get someone who can play first or second line minutes like Eric Sinek can, they're gonna pay him. A six million dollar deal on a second line center is cheap compared to anyone else in the NHL. I think it's even less okay. than six million. I think the cap is only like five twenty five or something like that. Or five fifty or five and a half. Then, right. But then why don't we take the money that we use on him, get rid of Victor Rask, and get a fucking center for the first line? How do you how do you do that? Where do you get him? You fucking dude, get rid of fucking like Get rid of him or Fiala or somebody like that and get a fucking first liner. Because look Damn. at what look at what Kaprizov did with Victor Rask and okay, Zuccarello had a good season too. But look at what he did with that. Now get him a fucking player where like do you, where do you get a center? Fucking Eichel wants the fuck out of Buffalo. Why would you trade do you do you know what the Sabres want? They want two first round picks. They requested two first round picks, Matt Dumba and Kevin Fiala and Jordan Greenway for Jack Eichel. I would okay. I'd be okay with getting rid of Dumba and maybe Greenway, but not Fiala. That's, for what, you, that's it. what you don't understand, though. Is that's that's the asking price for centers in the NHL. No, I know. And, but, okay, and then you got one. And then you got to pay Jack Eichel twelve million dollars a year. Yeah, that's just one center, though. But that's that's the market. That's that's what I'm trying to explain. Is there aren't centers out there for free that you can just give up Kevin Fiala because they're going to want a center in return. They're not going to give up a center without getting a prospect center in return. The hardest thing with Kaprasov is Garen's got to go and convince him that Minnesota is the right place for a project. If like I, th- I th- right if if we're gonna pay if here's the other thing I saw too if we want to pay if Panarin if not Panarin Kaprasov wants nine million a year he's only going to get like a two or three year contract at the Wild. A while they're not. A while they're gonna. They're not gonna sign him to a contract less than five years. Right. They're not gonna sign him to anything less than four because if they sign him for three or less, then he goes into unrestricted free agency, and the Wild have no bargaining chips, mm-hmm. so he can just play for three years and leave if he wants. Right Here's now, the, the Wild have all the leverage. No, yeah, and I don't think that the Wild need to convince him that we're a project team because we're supposed to be techni- technically we're supposed to be in a rebound season, and we took the fucking, we took the Golden Knights, who is considered a top five team in the NHL to game seven while we're supposed to be in a rebound year. And we didn't even have anybody that was top 10 in points. I think what you're going to see happen in the off season this year is the wild are going to sign a veteran center like uh, Derek Stepan or someone of that type who can play third line minutes. They're going to elevate Joel Erickson Eck. They'll probably have Victor ask start the season elevated and then once Marco Rossi is ready to play in the NHL, they'll move him back into the first or second line. Or Bol- no, I, Boldy is a winger, isn't he? 
Correct. Okay, never mind. That's that's the problem. That that's why they pay Erickson X six million dollars a year. Because you can draft all these guys. Boldy was a center. They drafted him. Look at the people the Wild draft. They draft center after center after center, and then they get to the NHL and they're not a center. Granlund. Granlund. And like, li- the list goes on and on, and that's just the reality is centers are hard to come by, and you can't trade for them because if someone has a first-line center, they're not going to trade them. I mean, it's crazy that Jack Eichel's even being offered, but that's because he wants out of Buffalo because they're shit. There's not any other situation where any team's trading a first-line center. So then, then you're now you're looking at a second line center that you're going to make play first line. Are you putting your team in a better position to win, or is it better to try and build in the draft and get lucky? It's just impossible to say. Yeah, like you said, market's high as ever too right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even Ryan Nugent, like Ryan Nugent Hopkins, has hasn't played center in the NHL for several years now. And the Oilers He's... signed him for a fat contract, didn't they? I don't know if they did yet, but he was going into free agency and what did they sign him to like eight or nine mil a year? It was something like that. It was, I think it was eight million a year. That's outrageous when they also have Drysidle and fucking what's his face David. McDavid, McDavid. Down at center position too. Like I, they're not gonna have I any think, wingers. <laughs> no, Nugent Hopkins plays wing. I mean, he's played wing for several years now. But um, I really think what the Wild are gonna do is they're gonna say, you know, if this is really what you if. It sounds like Kaprizov's asking for ten mil a year, and that sounds like the money he's asking. He's never going to get paid that after only playing fifty games in NHL. Like it's just not going to happen. The Wild have his rights for three more years, so I wouldn't be surprised if Billy Guerin says, "You know, you're going to take a more team-friendly contract. You're going to go at least five years, and if you don't, have fun playing in the KHL for the next three years. No team's going to take a chance on you after that." That only hurts on us, though. That only hurts us, though, right? I guess it hurts wow. him too, but. But then, then he's spending three more years, so now he's 27. And he's had contract issues with NHL since since he's been drafted. It's a big risk for him. Teams might not want to take a chance on him. Well, it's like, I like, I like Kaprizov. I think he can be our player of the future. But one thing that really scares me is, did you guys listen to that Spit and Chicklets episode where I forgot who they had on? Marcus Foligno. Yeah. Yeah, when they had Marcus Foligno on, and he was talking about that group or that text that. Um, that's funny as fuck. What's that's funny you as hell. That? Yeah, what scares you about no, that? No, it's funny as hell, but then it's just like, it shows, okay, does this guy actually want to play in Minnesota? Is he actually going to accept a contract with us? I think he for sure does. I think they signed him to five years at like seven, seven and a half. Yeah, seven and a half. Yeah. It's going to be, okay, yeah, but then if we, we sign him to a five year contract, he's playing good. I think it'll be but 40 then he wants out. But then, yeah, but... like, even then, he, he's playing good, but the team's, like, we're not making everyone in the playoffs, and all of a sudden he's going to be requesting a trade and starting up all this drama again. Wild but not again, wild but it starts playoffs. It. But, like, we don't make a playoff run because we've made the playoffs fucking eight out of the past ten years, but we've only made it to the second round once. I, I think by the time a five-year contract's done, you're getting out from the Parisian suitor contracts. Victor asked contracts to be over after this year and next year. I mean, the Wild are going to have cap space here eventually. As long as Billy Guerin continues to play this right, I think it'll be fine. I wouldn't be surprised if he trades Matt Dumber and Matt Dumber gets selected by the Seattle Kraken. Saw that. Weren't they looking at Susie? But Susie got injured too, so they probably won't they might not grab him. But if Dump if they don't protect Dumbo, they're gonna take Dumbo over Susie. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> and then that's that's seven mil off your off your books. I just hope that they don't get a cherry picked draft like the fucking Golden Knights did. I don't think they will because teams won't make all the 
stupid deals yeah, that we made. With teams the actually know who to. Yeah, they actually know who to protect now well, and what to do. Right. It wasn't even that. It was the under the table deals. Like, hey, don't grab this, but we'll give you this guy also in return if you don't. In hindsight, though, I think the Wild still made the right decision. Giving away Tuck. Yeah. I mean, who would you rather have right now? Alex Tuck or Matt Dumba, Jonas Brodeen, and Marcus Foligno? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Tuck is quite the fucking player. <laughs> He's, he, he, in the playoffs, he played third and fourth line for the Knights. Yeah, but they had the depth to do that too. <laughs> right, but where, where does he slot into the wild lineup? He'd be first line right next to fucking Kaprasov. He's Kaprasov was playing with fucking Bukestad at one point. <laughs> I mean, Zuccarello is his winger. I mean, I don't think Alex Tuck's better than Zuccarello. No, I mean, yeah, I mean, last year arguably, Tuck would be nice year, like, no. alongside uh, fucking Fiala. Then I don't think we have a problem at wing. I mean, Fiala no, we, had we don't. Fiala played fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we have plenty of wings. I mean, I want to see Matt Boley play in the NHL this year. Mm -hmm. I want to see Marco Rossi hopefully fucking play in the. NHL. I would be surprised. I would be surprised if Rossi doesn't play this season. I know. I want. I, I want to see him though. I wouldn't be surprised if he does. If he, I wouldn't be surprised if he starts the first week of NHL season. Well, that's the in thing. A, in the top six minute, in top six minutes. That's. A, I would not be surprised. I, that's the thing with him. It's like I. I wouldn't be surprised with that either. Like I would. Like his work ethic. He's just have you up... seen his videos? Uh. -uh no, I haven't. His work ethic is unreal. Good. At least he's wanting to make it. Dude's jacked. Dude works out 24-7. He has his own ice rink that is rented for him for the rest of the summer up until the NHL season where it's only him and his trainers. Like, I think he could make the team. So, I really would not be surprised. Why did he sit out? Was it because of chest issues? He had myocarditis from COVID-19. Yeah, I was about to say, it was because it was from COVID. And I know that I was saying, like, it was an upper body like issue i'm guessing it was like with his and chest he, or breathing he, or something he, like all, he was also just heart. yeah exactly and he was also just coming off injury too right Both previous no. previously wasn't he well no it was just because switzerland fucked him over they was it like the swiss league fuck i thought it was like the swiss league like had him play or some shit like that no no he had an undiagnosed case of myocarditis which is the inf it's inflammation of the exterior muscles of the heart so he basically could have had a heart attack and died on the ice Okay, that makes sense. So then when he came to Minnesota and had his physical, they found that he had it. And you can't really cure it. It's just like you just have to rest. You can't do anything. You, you, you just, just have, have to wait it out. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Well, speaking of that, heart problems kind of made me think of Erickson at Denmark. That was some scary shit. Yeah, so, we never really talked about that, did we? No, we haven't talked about the Euros at all on here. And it's the fucking final here on Sunday. Because nobody cares about soccer. <laughs> Everybody cares about soccer. <laughs> but, yeah, but you guys watch that video with Erickson? I was watching yeah. the game when it happened. Yeah, dude, that was that was terrifying. Like, just, he like he literally died on the pitch, and they revived him with the defibrillator. Well, their captain was giving him CPR for like six minutes until the EMTs showed up. Yeah, yeah, that captain is probably player of the tournament. <laughs> Honestly. He, God, he fucking deserves it, especially with the run that Denmark had. And it's like, I didn't, after that game, I didn't watch any of Denmark, but when I watched them versus England, they looked fucking good. Yeah, Denmark looked really good. They got a lot of really good young guys, too. That's the other thing. And, like, if people don't know, Denmark uh, made it to the semifinals and lost to England yesterday. But Denmark, like, historically is, like, they did, I think they won the Euros back in, like, 92 or, like, 94 or something like that. 
but historically like they haven't been like one of the best teams in like the world so it's like for them to make this run and also with like Erickson, who's their star player be injured as well is is really impressive really cool to yeah see. well this week we got two actually like good games for soccer because it's the euro finals which is england versus italy mm-hmm. both teams are really fucking good right now mm-hmm. and then for copa america it's argentina versus brazil yeah hopefully messi can break his international trophy international trophy yeah. career <laughs> and this is the first time Drought. that messi and neymar have ever played on the same pitch since neymar left barcelona Oh really? Even when Argentina and Brazil's played against each other, they haven't. Uh, yeah. They haven't been on the same. P- mm, interesting. Yeah, that'll be good. It'll be a lot of fun to watch. Too bad that's on Fox Sports One. They took that off YouTube TV. Sh- fucking pissed. It's all right. I I got I got streams I can find. I I know where to, I know where all that shit is now. I'm turning you in. Yep. <laughs> Dana White's coming to get your ass. I got the guy. I got the one streamer. Like, <laughs> ladies like, okay, and gentlemen, okay. we got him. Okay, Dana White. <laughs> yeah, this is one guy illegally streaming all of the UFC events. Just one guy. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking about that too, this weekend, McGregor Poirier three, the trilogy fight. Boxing <laughs> waiting for that. <laughs> Hell yeah, it'll be a good card. You guys, who do you, you think's gonna it? win? Oh yeah, god. I'm it's gotta be Connor, dude. He's got too much on the line. Yeah, his he's gonna avoid. Online. Yeah, he, if he, he loses this, is his legacy tarnished? Like, yeah, I would say so. I mean, he's still gonna. He still did what he did, but like, it, it definitely tarnishes his legacy a bit. Was the biggest mistake of his career fighting Floyd? Mm. No, UFC, UFC might... career, UFC career. Yes, personal career with the money he made off of it. No. no. Absolutely. He probably yep. made more money in that one fight than he probably did ever in the UFC. Bar endorsements. Yeah. But then also, I mean, there is an argument against it, but like after that fight, he went and fought Cowboy Cerrone and beat him within the first round with his fucking shoulder. Yeah. I don't know. Connor's just, Connor's just got to fucking show up, you know? Connor's Connor, but if he keeps if he takes those fucking calf kicks like he did that last fight, he's done though. But I he, think that's exactly uh, what he trained to not to do this entire fight. Yeah, he he definitely that Floyd fight turned him into more of a boxer. We have we haven't seen the the kicks, the the crazy unpredictable attacking Connor. Uh, we need to see that come out. We need to see the dog come out in him again. I think he, he he's talking to Ariel today, or maybe it was Stephen A. I think it was no, it was uh, I think it was Stephen A. Stephen A. and Ariel, he did a couple interviews the past mm-hmm. couple of days, and he's like, I'm not, like, that hungry lion that I was because I got to the top, but now I'm that fat cat that's pulling the strings, and that's even more dangerous, and his family's not there. He goes, well, when my family's not here, I'm a fucking, like, savage. Like, you need to watch out. When I don't have my family here, I'm fucking a different person. So this dude's gonna... He needs to come out and perform, and he needs to get a dub, and even if, even if he doesn't, Obviously, it's really sad, but like we'll we'll see Nate Diaz versus McGregor three. What's up, Rudy? Yeah, I was about to say, yeah. If he loses, if he loses this fight, I think he's gonna go fight Nate Diaz, and then he's gonna call it quits after that. That man's made. That man's made the bag. He's he's going. He's gonna go down in the UFC Hall of Fame, everything like that, and he's gonna dip out after that fight. If he loses, he's gonna dip out after that fight. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't really. Yeah, he needs to win this. Otherwise, like it's probably gonna be Nate Diaz, and then he'll probably 
rack yeah. him up after that. Like if Phil he, said. If he wins this, is he going to get a title shot? Yeah, but I don't think he wants to fight Charles Oliveira. No, Oliveira is a fucking animal. Yeah, he's an animal. He's, that man's a murderer. He's he, not a good fight for Connor. Come no. On. Like, who who did Oliveira fight last? It was... Michael Chandler to win the title. That's right, yeah, and he beat the shit out of Chandler, didn't he? It was a good fight. It was like a fight of the... Could be a fight of the year contender. But, uh, Oliveira, he's been in the game for a long time. Um, a lot longer than most people think. He just and started becoming relevant he, until, like, he, his past couple of years. Yeah, he, I mean, he's always been good. He's just never had the time or, like, the opportunity to shine, and he went on there and beat Chandler. It was a good fight. But, like, I don't think that's a good matchup for Connor. Like, what, why would he want to fight Charles Oliveira? Like, no one, still yeah. to this day, nobody... Who, who's Charles Oliveira, most people would say. So. I think the fight of the year is going to come down to who, whatever they, whatever the hell they figure out with the heavyweight. Because right now, everybody that's going into the heavyweight is just knockout specialists who's trying to fight Nganu. And this is, I think this could be a little controversial, but I think Nganu is the number one profile fighter in the UFC right now. Like, mm. like what do you mean by pro? Yeah, yeah. Like, the, like I think I think he's gonna pound be the one for that's pound? gonna draw. In. Not oh, pound for pound, no. but the one that's gonna draw in the most attention. It's gonna be Ngannou. It's still John Jones, it's Conor McGregor. Those those two guys are still above it. If if John Jones uh, Nagano ever happens, that'll probably be the biggest card. Oh, that's or, gonna be the, it'll, it'll be the top three biggest pay per view ever, probably. Yeah, even Adesanya so, draws a pretty decent. Yeah, Adesanya does too, but yeah. Mm-hmm. John Jones ain't gonna fight again. He's fucking give him the fight. I feel like Nagano's ducking his fucking these hands, dude. Dude, why, I, would, he, I, why would Nagano want to train for a fight that's not gonna happen? It will happen, and he will lose his belt, and then John Jones will literally go down as pound for pound goat of UFC history. Dude, I think that, I think Nagano would knock the fuck out of John Jones. Well, John he Jones can, is too smart. He's too but... technical. He's too good. But he's dead. He's slow. Yeah, he's gonna be slow. He's so slow. He's his grappling. But his grappling's up. not gonna be nearly he, as he good or like deadly James as Harden. it was. All, all he's, all Nagana is doing is giving John time to learn how his body moves. Okay, but do you actually think that John Jones is gonna be able to tap out Nganu in a fucking gu guillotine? Yes. Or a rear naked yeah. choke. Hundred percent. Yeah, I think I think he'd beat him on the feet too. <clears throat> I don't think he'd beat him on the feet. He's too big. He's too long. He's too smart. His fight IQ is better than. He's anything too big we've or ever too seen. long. Have you not seen Nganu? That man is the definition of Hercules. Nganu, uh, wingspan. wingspan. He might have him in the wingspan, but big no. I mean, John Jones looking like James Harden did when he's fat. James Harden, fat suit James Harden. Yeah, uh, Nagana's wingspan is six eleven, and so, John Jones is still seven one wingspan. Yeah, I was about to say John Jones has that seven one wingspan because he's got freaking long ass arms. Yeah, but he's he's too smart. He's not gonna go in there and fucking tarnish his legacy by losing. Like this will be, it, it's not gonna be as close as everyone thinks it is. And John's just too smart. His legacy isn't already tarnished. <laughs> I mean, no, he's too he's too smart, but you like they always say there's always the knockout chance, and Nganu's the guy where if he if that window opens up, he's gonna break his fucking jaw. 
I mean, we've seen Stipe oh. put on a master class against Nagano before, and that was that just, was three a, years ago. It doesn't matter, dude. Like this it, is a new Nagano who beat the Stipe, shit out of arguably the best fucking heavyweight of all time. Well, here's, I here's, like if, here's, they, if they had a rematch, it would look different between Stipe and they need. I think they still need to do Stipe right by giving him a shot. Yeah, he gets he he needs to get a trilogy fight with Nagano, but you're looking at this through the lens of if they give him time. Or if, if Nganu gives John Jones time, John Jones is just going to get better. Okay, well, Nganu's getting that same fucking time, too. Well, And if he's going to be fighting John Jones, he's going to be getting that same time to train against John Jones. This this N- might be N- uh, an opinion coming from... Uh, this is definitely an opinion coming from a guy who's, like, very, like, minor fan in UFC. But I feel like... I feel like the UFC... Like, the heavyweight division especially is, like, the least technically qualifying division in all of ufc like you get these guys like nganu Derek lewis whatnot they go in there and they just throw haymakers fucking just waiting to knock you out you know like they're they're not going to be the guys that are going to bring you down and choke you out or or bring you down and be able to wrestle with you for more than 30 seconds you know then you get a guy like john jones coming who's probably the most technically qualified ufc fighter in the history of the game he's going to come in and i think he's going to wreak havoc in that division i mean look at what stipe did who is probably the arguably one of the best wrestlers that the heavyweight divisions ever had, if not the best wrestler and best heavyweight that the heavyweight divisions ever down. had. Yeah. Right. And, but like, he's, I mean, he's, he's, he went in there a pretty damn good wrestler and he beat freaking Brock Lesnar on the ground and lock Brock Lesnar was a national champion wrestler. Yeah. But Frank Mir then never had held the belt ever again. <laughs> he still did it though. He did it. Okay. He yeah. He got, he got out. him in one heel <laughs> hook. Know, one order, heel order, hook. Okay, that was but lucky. To be Brock Lesnar in wrestling, you have to be pretty fucking good at wrestling. He was wrestling. barely wrestling. Brock Lesnar was standing up and Frank Mir's on the ground. He got him in a heel hook. It wasn't even That's wrestling. Still <laughs> wasn't wrestling, dude. He still got him on the ground okay. and put him in a heel hook. Last I checked, novices can't do that. <laughs> I'm not that say they're novices. I said it was the least technically qualifying because they, there's so much power behind these guys that it never ends up going to the ground. Unlike in the other divisions where so other divisions, it's not as easy to knock someone out as it is in heavyweight division. But these guys throwing this amount of power. But then you get a guy like John Jones in there who could literally probably beat any of these guys in the heavyweight division any way he possibly can. Unlike, Here, here's, the, like you're not going to see Ngannou bring Jones to the ground and beat him with an armbar. That's just not going to happen. If that happens, I will Venmo fill 50 bucks. I don't even care. I'll put a bet on that right fucking out. No, if that happens, <laughs> you're going to Venmo me like 500 bucks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Here's the thing with John Jones. He has 11 title defenses at light heavyweight. Right, exactly. He, he, didn't, he didn't have any, towards the end of his reign as light heavyweight champion, he didn't really have any competition there. He, he played down to his competition. This would be his first real challenge that he's had in years other than like dc right everybody else he didn't like what he doesn't want to wake up and fight these guys anymore he's he's going up he's he's like i'm fucking better than anybody else and i will prove it i'm going up i'm gonna bulk up i'm gonna go to a new weight class i'm gonna fight this fucking nigerian hercules god and i'm gonna show you who the fucking best fighter on the planet is and why he's going to cement himself as the greatest of all time if he's not already labeled that. In my book, he is. Okay. Well, he already fucked up DC's career, so I just hope he doesn't fuck up Ngannou's too. By cheating. 
Yep. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay. I'm not saying now I'm not saying that Odin Sanya is on the same level as John Jones is as far as fighting ability. Oh, but yeah. Odin Sanya jumping we, up like we saw how we saw what happened to him when he jumped up to light heavyweight and how he got knocked out by the Polish bomber. And fucking Odin Sanya is a striking specialist. That man strikes like nobody else does. Striking, isn't he? Yeah. Okay, but still, counter-striking onto a striker, that's yeah. one fucking class The fact class that Adesanya above. talked all that shit about John Jones in the first place, thinking he could beat him and he can't even fucking beat Jan, is ridiculous. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> but, then I'm, but then I'm also saying, Adesanya is probably the most versatile, or probably the best fighter in the UFC right now. That, uh, the, act, nope. the best active fighter, I would nope. probably argue. Nope. Now, I'm just saying that, okay, that you're all, you also hate Adesanya, you have bias. But then he's two. gonna lose a Bobby Knuckles in the rematch. I don't think. And so. And you think he's gonna beat Usman? No, wait, no, wait, no. He was. Wait, what's Usman at? Usman's he... one eighty-five. Fuck, I'm. Just... Wait, then what was Adesanya? He was. He's middleweight. He's middleweight, and he jumped all the way up to light heavy. It's That's just next one... class up. It's just next class up. Oh wait, I am all over the place right now. Wait. Nick's an idiot. No, because one it goes one eighty five, then it's light heavyweight. No, Usman's not middleweight. He's welterweight. Yeah, oh, he's welterweight. okay. He, okay, I had them. I had them flipped. My bad. So it goes middleweight, light um, heavy, heavy, and then the occasional super heavy. Welter is that one seventy? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Okay, and Usman is one seventy. Never mind. Yeah. I, I had I had them flipped around. My bad. <laughs> uh, don't don't get it twisted. Usman would beat the fuck out of Adesanya and Deirdre, but... <laughs> I think so too. Like, I think so. It was, like the way that Jan handled them, like with, on, with the takedowns and stuff. Usman is just too strong like that. And Adesanya is uh, given. I hate this dude, but he is one of the best strikers, counter strikers that the UFC has been graced with in the last ten to fifteen years. Like this dude's special. But, like, when he gets it, like, it's just like Conor McGregor. You get somebody that can take him down like Habib, you can work him, tire him out. It, it's just a different story. That's why it's mixed martial arts. That's why That's why this shit happens. Because it's, it's a bunch of yeah. different I, I don't aspects think, going at it. I think Conor could fight Khabib ten times, and he would be maybe lucky to win once. I think he'd be lucky to win two rounds. <laughs> maybe. Uh -huh. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I think when you have those specialists who they're just they're strictly all they do is strikes, strike and counter strike. They're just they're so weak in the UFC. I think it's just there's so much more to it than striking. It just leaves it too susceptible to easy loss, well, easy that... losses. I mean, the Khabib counter fight like I've never seen anything so one-sided in my life ever. I mean, Connor, Connor rocked him once, but like Habib also fucking threw a haymaker and rocked Connor and dropped him. Yeah. So it's dude, like, dude, have you guys seen Habib ever since he retired? I all of his seen is Hezbollah. It's Hasbula, isn't it? Hasbula. Yeah. Why is he the Hasbula. best thing I've seen on social media? <laughs> dude's so lit for no reason. No, I know, but dude, have you seen Habib since he retired? No. He's gotten massive. Not like fat massive. Well, yeah. But like that man could probably fight freaking welterweight middleweight like he's gotten jacked well he like he he fought at 155 but he's like connor he's walking around weight's probably like 180 
you know yeah, but like, even, <laughs> even like even when you see the pictures of him before like before when he was in fighting and that's and now like his just muscle profile is bigger not just like he's got a little bit of fat on him but like his arms are like twice the fucking size i haven't seen pictures of him recently i'm gonna look that up i just saw a video and the caption and it was him at his gym like training some people and the caption was imagine to be being your fucking trainer <laughs> like, well, yeah. just shit yourself <laughs> i saw this i saw this video where it was um it was habib and he was training with the um number one high school wrestler and like yeah the number one u.s high school wrestler mm-hmm. and the dude couldn't even land anything on him couldn't get like couldn't defend or anything it was like Habib was just toying with him the entire time. Yeah, yeah he's built different, dude. I think if he wouldn't, if his, because he said what the main reason why he retired is because his dad died. Right. Yeah. His he dad didn't was... want to fight without. Yeah, he didn't want to fight without his dad because his mom doesn't want him to fight. Mm-hmm. Right. I think yeah, because if his dad didn't die from COVID or anything like that, and he fought for a couple more years, he would easily go down as the undisputed greatest fighter of all time. Yeah. What? What do you end? Nobody could beat him. All? Yeah, nobody could beat him. He was, yeah, he was the guy that's Connor, just like Connor was saying in that interviews the last couple of days or today it might have been. He was like the dude was fed. He he was stirring the pot. Like he was like this guy's such pussy for retiring. His, his father picked and chose the fights for him. Like he was fighting guys that were two and eight, two wins, eight losses until he was twenty. You know, and then he he got a few good fighters that he fought. But like, you know, like this dude's actually fucking cracked at what he does in his craft like this guy is the real deal like <laughs> oh no yeah he's the real deal but then also we're from where connor's coming from like nobody else has been that like real of a deal for fighting or at least wrestling wise for that weight since gsp there hasn't right. been another person like him since like gsp and i think prime habib versus prime gsp prime habib's gonna win that fight i would love to see uh what if habib came back now and fought usman uh, that would be interesting. That would be if a it hell like, of a If it was like a catch weight at like one sixty five or something, or like, yeah, that would that would be that would mm? that'd, that'd be, be a fun one to watch, wouldn't it? That'd be a fun one. Yeah, people actually. would probably hate it because it'd be all on the ground, but still. Oh, I'd watch it. That'd right. be a masterclass. Yeah, it really like, would. So, do you guys speak about retired fighters? Do you guys see what Anderson Silva did? Yeah, dude, that was fucking nuts. He looked like Prime Spider, dude. Yeah. He went into a boxing match, a, a professional boxing match, and knocked the guy out. That's awesome. <laughs> and he was because like, it was early. It was early too. Like, like yeah, Spider. He did not get touched with a single thing, and he knocked the guy out. And what he's doing this at like forty-two years old. Yeah, he he's fucking old, and yeah, I, I so much respect for fucking Anderson Silva, man. It feels, it felt, it was like. It's like it wasn't even a comeback story, but it just felt good to see him in there, and he looked. Especially after that leg break. Yeah, well, that was that was long ago, mm-hmm. but like the latter stages of the UFC career, um, kind of like passing the torch to these younger guys and getting released by the UFC, but seeing him go into professional, his first, or I don't know if it was his first, but a professional box match at his age against like a real, like boxer. a prime boxer, not prime. no Jake Paul shit, like a prime no. actual boxer. And fucking doing his damn thing. It was just like, it brought a little tear to my eye, like, good shit. You know? That was, that was, that was a good watch. It's like seeing, uh, like, <laughs> one of those, one of those, what was it, um, 
I don't know, just one of those videos where you see, like, someone, like, it's been, like, for example, on the Vikings for the longest time, and he's finally, like, on the fucking Patriots and wins the Super Bowl or some shit. <laughs> it's like, right. good for you, man. You finally fucking did it. You you earned that shit. <laughs> like, CP3 getting a ring this right, year. Right, exactly. 2004. He's like, good for you, man. <laughs> good for you. You fucking win. You got that ring. You got it. Beat LeBron to do it, too. Hell yeah, let's fucking go. Yeah, okay, yeah. Tyler. <laughs> uh, i don't know Giannis would answer a lot of crick cr- crickets critics if i mean goes through the nets then goes wins a ship gets the suns i mean suns are a damn good team i don't get why he has so many critics dude's been in the nba for like four years he's been in the nba a lot longer than four years <laughs> It seems like he's only been on the scene for like four years. <laughs> he's only he's been the was, fucking like Greek freak for like four years. He was drafted in like 2015, wasn't he? I mean, dude has to be like only like 24, right? Well, you can yeah, you can also get drafted at 18 yeah, or 19. He's 26. <laughs> That's yeah, still pretty young. Been in the year like or in the late. Like, everyone like, fucking hates Giannis. The Bucks were irrelevant before he came to NBA. Come on. He even played oh, a yeah, season yeah. at point guard. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. Came in as a shoot, think, shoot a small forward. <laughs> I think Giannis gets too much flack because the Nets created one of the best super teams that the NBA has ever seen, and what it took to beat them was fucking Giannis. And like, Kyrie and Harden being injured, but yeah. Okay, but still. Okay, even them. It was him and KD. It will Chris Middleton, Drew Hall. It's not like the Bucks have a bad no, roster. No, they're still like, a really fucking good team, yeah. No, they have a really good fucking still team. dropping 30 points in playoff games, and the dude's old as hell. Okay, like, he dropped I respect Brooke Lopez. No, Brooke Lopez. Dude, Brooke Lopez fucking put the clamps on defensively in that net series. That man was a stellar. It almost cost them the fucking game with that last-second bullshit he pulled against the Nets. He did, but still, like, defensively, that man, like, put on the fucking clamps on some people, like, swatting freaking KD layups and everything like that. You like, know, that man pulled it. That man pulled some shit out of his ass. Yeah. You know, yeah, Giannis, Giannis has been in the NBA for fucking eight years. Yeah, since 2013-14, I pulled that up, too. <laughs> this is Holy eight season fuck. in the NBA. <laughs> his first season even played 77 games, and I... Like granted, he was probably off the bench because he only averaged 6.8 game, points a game, but still. It's not even the best outside the Kumpo, dude. Giannis has a ring. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess one of the reasons why I like I like Giannis a lot is because um, remember when Kobe was giving out advice or telling NBA players what to do? And he like he was tweeting that out. And he tweeted at, he tweeted at Giannis, go win an MVP, and he's won two now. Well, he also told Devin Booker to be legendary, and he got that tattooed on his fucking arm, and he is probably the next Kobe Bryant. Well, yeah, exactly. It's like, look, I like I like Devin Booker, too. It's one of those things where you see that happening, you see it come to fruition, especially from the late Kobe, the late fucking Black Mamba. It's one of those things where I see that, and he's kind of fulfilled, like, Kobe's wishes. One C- of those situations where I like it. What's CP3's contract at the Suns? Uh, he's He's got an option to leave or resign. This offseason, right? CP3 the last three years has been on the Rockets, been on the Thunder, and then went to the Suns. So he he is a he's a journeyman at this point, but he is a game changer. He makes every team better that he's ever been on. And I need to see him win this fucking ring. My favorite think... videos from the NBA that I've been seeing lately are the white mamba shitting on high school kids talking shit to him. Yes. <laughs> 
That's my favorite fucking Scalabrini? thing. Is, yeah, yeah, like fucking rec centers and people would come up and start talking shit to him. Be like, all right, let's fucking go then. <laughs> just fucking shits on people. It's, it's... Yeah, no, I saw I saw something like that where somebody was talking shit to him and he replied with, "I'm closer to LeBron than what you are to me." <laughs> yeah. it's just like... No, it's true. You know Damn, how good. Like even like the players in the NBA that get no minutes, you don't know how good they are. In no, until... they're still professional basketball players. Yeah, but like they get to like like the Olympics and everything, and then you see these guys that are playing three minutes a game, and they're fucking balling out in the like these Olympic try or whatever Olympic games, like fucking dropping thirty points a game and just balling out. It's like, like wow, the NBA is fucking elite, top tier. Yeah. Like, look at like the Saw brothers. Like they shit on everyone until they play Team USA. Yeah, that's yeah. true. They like, they really do. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's like that stupid ass comparison of people when people are like, "Oh, would this Alabama team beat the Browns?" It's like, no, no, they wouldn't beat the fucking Browns. You want to know why? Because not everybody in Alabama is going to the fucking NFL. <laughs> you guys everyone... ready for Kevin Durant to be the greatest USA Olympic basketball player of all time after these Olympics? I, I don't like, know what the bar is for that, and I don't know if you're trolling or he, not. So he, no, like actually, like he's he almost has all the records already, and he he will after this um, Olympics. Like he'll have what four gold medals after three or four gold medals after this, and he'll hold all the records for points scored, three points, uh, three point shots made, all all these stats like. He's going to be like Mr. America for basketball. He will be the face of Olympic basketball for United States of America. That's, I, I love seeing those memes where it says that, like, I can't wait to stand up and salute Kevin Durant, who, who's about to drop 50 points on a country that has a 50% po- poverty rate. <laughs> <laughs> like... That's wild. <laughs> Yeah, he's gonna go. He's going over there and curb stomp yeah. Lithuania. <laughs> yeah, the I've I've have you guys ever watched an Olympic basketball game? I no, I haven't either. I honestly like since Michael. Now that Michael Phelps isn't swimming, I don't even know what I'm gonna watch in Summer Olympics. Probably gymnastics to go see Simone Biles get goddamn like seven golds. Yeah, probably. Do you guys see she? Uh, <laughs> I was, I was, because like Taylor like loves watching gymnastics and stuff, so we watched the Olympic trials. And Dude, she, she's different. Simone Biles, like she, yeah, she has like three moves for what's the like the platform thing that they do where they the dance. She has like th- yeah. yeah, they have like she floor, has three floor. moves that are yeah the floor. She has like three moves that are named after her because she's the only one that can do them. Right, exactly, and she also also on the vault. She did something that no woman's ever done before either. Like only the men could do it because they could. They're the only ones that could, like generate enough power to do it. And she just went and did it <laughs> like like a few like a month or two ago. So yeah, she's no, oh, yeah, she's. I think she's 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 up there in the conversation with like one of the greatest athletes that are alive today. Yeah, and there's some great fucking athletes. Right, exactly. Yeah, no, she's insane. While we're on this, real quick, what do you guys think about the Shikari Richardson situation? Oh, I think it's guys. I mean, I think I mean, you know, there's All there's right. there's rules in place. She, technically, she broke the rules, but it is really fucking dumb today, like nowadays. No, yeah, I was you about know. to say like she knew what the rules were. She knew that she couldn't smoke weed. She still did it. That's bad on her part, but there should not be a rule that's against marijuana because it's not a fucking PED. 
Yeah, and, like, the, the UFC um, has legalized it. Like, they don't test for it anymore. And then the Nevada the State NBA, Athletic Commission. The NBA doesn't do it. The NHL doesn't go for it. The MLB doesn't go for it. And I think the NFL is going to stop going for it, too, within this next year or two. Yeah, it's it's hard because I agree the rules the rules stupid, but at the same time, if you're an athlete who's preparing for something as serious as the Olympics and you know the rules, and you just ignore them, then there are there are consequences. You know what I mean? Right. And, no, and yeah, the right, Olympics like, are different too because it's international. And if you look at like. Uh, just like just there's not a lot of places that have weed legalized right internationally the only places that have weed either decriminalized or illegal i mean legal sorry is the western hemisphere like only like the americas like countries in the americas have that and maybe like and maybe and then like south africa is like the only other one (laughs) i don't even think many other than like Denmark, Denmark or, or, or yeah. like something like that have it legal. i think germany has it too like yeah. like a couple countries out there yeah other than that this a lot of them bad, almost all of them have it illegal, it does so. suck because she is probably the greatest track runner that we have and she broke she broke a record for the fastest 100 meter dash right or like 400 meter dash um, one of those it was like one of those two she broke the record for it it would have been sweet to see her go out there and kick ass in the in the olympics it sucks that that happened. I think it's a stupid rule that they have, but then also she know. I think she knowingly broke the rule. Well, yeah, she absolutely did. She said she used it as a coping mechanism because her mom died. No, yeah, and it's like, <laughs> like that's what I, that's what I'm saying. It's a fucking stupid rule to have. I don't think anybody. It's not, it's no. not like it's fucking. You're not juicing on anything. It doesn't help you in any way. And I, I mean, like, know, I'm fucking... just saying. But it's like it's like this, like. Put it like into real terms, Bach. Now that you're driving that new whip, let's say your work says you can drive this new whip, but you cannot drive it on Sundays. And you decide to go take your whip out and drive it around on Sunday and you get caught and they fucking fire you. Yeah, they're super against religion, so they don't want you driving it on Sundays. That's true. It's just like, you're like, oh, I don't give a fuck. They said not to. I'm going to do it anyway. Like... No, At like, the end of the I, day, it's her job. Like, it's her job not to do it because it's the fucking rules. You know what I mean? Like, I agree it's dumb, but at the same time, she knowingly know, knew it was a rule and said, fuck it, I don't need to listen to it. No, yeah, and that that's like, I agree with you that it's like, it was, she should have, or she should have known better to not do it. It is a stupid rule. But then also think about it. If she's breaking fucking records while she's smoking weed and weed makes you lazier, Who's the real hero here? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh no, I've never been lazy was... on weed. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying. Yeah. If she, if she was a smoking weed, that chick would be breaking men's records. No. <laughs> okay. You sexist. think she's, she's? You think she's beating the same <laughs> Bolt's record? You think that's no. who she's gonna Nobody beat is, in the hundred meter? <laughs> Did you well, see maybe that? let her cheat up beforehand. Let's find out. <laughs> yeah. Let them both cheat up. Maybe it bolts <laughs> faster, and that'll prove the Olympic Committee right. <laughs> bolts so fast it slows down his brain just to hit that extra fucking dimension of speed, dude. <laughs> yeah, because then he stops thinking about it, and he just runs, just goes. <laughs> but wasn't there a 17-year-old that just broke a record, or he broke Usain Bolt's record or something like that from the U.S.? No. I thought I saw something he, like he, that. He broke this... like the high school record or something. 
I thought it was for like the Olympic trials. Dude, nobody is getting. If somebody, it would have made a much bigger deal if he would have beat Usain Bolt's record. Because Usain Bolt, I think, has the world record and the Olympic record, if I'm not mistaken. And I think he did that in the Olympics. <laughs> <clears throat> Here we are. Nice, nice, quiet time on the pod. How's it going, everyone? No, no yeah, no. So, no, I, I just like so. Seventeen-year-old Erie, Erie uh, Knighton broke Usain Bolt's U eighteen two hundred meter dash record. U eighteen under eighteen. Yeah, yeah, under eighteen, but yeah. he's seventeen, so he technically broke Usain Bolt's, but it wasn't the world record. It was the U eighteen like world record. Yeah. Okay. That's. I that's just cool. got a fucking email from Yahoo on my phone after we got done talking about Shakari Richardson about Shakari Richardson. This is fucking... Listen Stop listening to me, dude. This is ridiculous. I swear to God, I get those fucking, like, ads on Instagram or whatever the fuck about something that I didn't even, like, search. I was just talking about. Happens all the fucking time. Unless they got some galaxy brain formula over there just, like, giving me all the right ads, which I'm sure they probably have, too. But I choose to believe that they're listening to me. Or we're in a simulation. Could be that, too. Who's the developer fucking writing my script right now? <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully he's smarter than me. <laughs> be doing some dumbass shit. Obviously he's an idiot. Imagine being a developer running a simulation for Nick Stolpers, and then you have to write code for him to be able to write code for his real job. That sounds <laughs> ass. <laughs> oh, you know that's a smart guy right there. That's a... <laughs> props to that man. So, did you guys um? This is some world news that didn't really make it or that nobody really heard of. But Haiti's president was assassinated. Dude, I did see that. I did not I see saw, that. There's a yeah. there's a firing not a, yeah, it's literally like a hitman it squad. Fire, it was a firing squad. They ransacked his building and killed him. Yeah, they broke into and his home. The person who killed him was a US citizen, I'm pretty sure too. That's outrageous, man. That's not a good look. No, nope. the CIA is at it again. That's right. Biden's got his drones on. He's got. <laughs> Someone's about to get drone striked. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. It's not Fargo. <laughs> it's actually in your apartment building. Yeah, you take it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's crazy. I also saw a lady in Montana and the glacier in the Glacier National Park got attacked and killed by a bear. I was like, fuck well, that. I ain't going that way. I ain't going you west. You do stupid shit, you get stupid prizes. <laughs> you're going to walk in the fucking Montana wilderness, you're going to get attacked by a fucking bear. She was actually in her campsite with, like, other people, and she got attacked and killed by the bear, and the other people, like, shoot off the bear with pepper spray. Yeah, well, they were on, they like, a bike trip. Let her go. Huh? And they're just like, fucking see you later, bitch, or what? What are you, you going to do in that situation, Tyler? Are you going to rub the yeah, bear? Yeah, Tyler, you're, you're going to go, what are you going to do? Yeah, put it in a fucking rear naked chokehold? Yeah, I'll pay she, $20 to see you. She was 65 years old, so I'm sure, like, she probably... Oh, that's a walking free meal right there. <laughs> what are you doing in the fucking Montana well, wilderness change, over the age of 50? Yeah. I would yeah, I would have done something if it was a 70-pound juvenile mountain lion. I would have choked the bitch out, but... Dude, I'm convinced that thing point... would have kicked your ass, dude. <laughs> no shot, dude. <laughs> One Baka Mad Minute. Point... Okay, at this point, though, when you're a grizzly bear walking around and you see a free male of a 65-year-old woman walking around in the wilderness, at this point, do you even blame the bear or do you blame the woman for walking around in bear country? 
blame him. I blame the that, That's her country, bitch. That's her country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I saw that, and I was like, another reason not to go anywhere near bear country without a big-ass gun. Without yeah, a without big a fucking, fucking gun. Without a fucking Getting tank. a forty-four fucking magnum. <laughs> Just yeah, run oh, <laughs> And bears are only getting bigger because the goddamn polar bears are coming south, boys. Shut and up, with the grizzlies. <laughs> so this yeah. is just the start of it. Bro. Yeah, no, you're going to see a fu- you're about to see a goddamn firing squad of polar bear slash grizzly bears ransack the Montana goddamn government government building and assassinate the freaking <laughs> governor Montana of Montana. Ha- Montana has like a population of like 700,000 so they don't got many people probably in that government building. <laughs> no, there's there's more bears than there are people in Montana. I'm just throwing <laughs> you know it out there right now. It'll be a long time before polar bears ever touch Montana. Well, do you know that we're losing 10,000 pounds of Greenland's Arctic ice cap per second? Oh, I don't know gay. enough to dispute that. And we're probably gaining like 10 times that in Antarctica. No, yeah, it's going like, down too. Didn't the Western Shelf of Antarctica actually get bigger? I just something on bigger? Disney Plus last night that educated me, okay? Yeah. They don't give you all the facts. Yeah, okay, Al Gore. Remember, <laughs> I mean, Al, Al who... See, this is how dumb Phil's arguments are. Al Gore is the one who pushed climate change. <laughs> he also invented the stupid. It, it, this is how stupid Phil is. <laughs> He, in, he also invented Okay, Al Gore. I yeah. said that towards Bach, not you, Tyler, it, you dumb fuck. Whoa. I was on your side, Tyler. <laughs> but no, fuck you. I'm on Bach's side. You didn't make I'm it very obvious. Swapping sides. <laughs> fuck you, Tyler. I hope you get attacked by a grizzly bear. <laughs> and a poor bear hybrid. <laughs> I bet you laugh when you see those ducks covered in oil from an oil. One bear. half man, one half bear, one half pig. <laughs> the man bear pig. <laughs> no. Well, we can wrap it up there. We're about 15 minutes over an hour in this episode. You guys got any outros, huh? Sounds four. Bucks and seven. Just as an FYI, in 2019, Greenland's ice doubled in size. So. Well, Greenland's we'll just, just forget- in 2021, and they're losing 10,000 pounds of ice per second. We're just regressing back to the mean, box. It's going back to average. If Greenland's ice cap melts, we're five meters over. And you know what? That's that's five meters is gonna wipe out cities by perfect. Okay. The ocean. By California, perfect. Okay. Yeah. Here's the thing. Do the, are the people actually happy up in Greenland with that amount of ice? I know I'd be depressed as fuck. Do they actually want that much ice up there? Think of how shitty the roads are. Hey, this is this is the funniest. <laughs> this is the funniest part about all this shit. Is in 2019, NASA and a bunch of people were posting shit about how Greenland's ice growing is actually a bad thing. What and now they're, pan- and now they're panicking that Greenland's losing ice. It's fucking comical. I, we just so left. Comical. We just left. It's so uh, comical. I forget what the word was, but we just left the phase of the earth where it was perfect for humans living. And we just entered the phase of the ecosystem where the humans are making all the changes. So... And the world was also going to end in the year 2002, Bach. It's okay. 2012. And 2012. 2012, dude. It's actually Y2K was 2000, but you guys are probably too young to remember it. Yeah, you I said 2002. <laughs> you did say 2002. No, I said 2000. No, you, you did not. Did not. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler senile. I, I said the world was going to end in 2002. T-O-O. 
No, you said 2002. You you said 2002. You dumb bitch. Tyler, my girlfriend, she used to be a CNA. She's got some good hookups for some nursing homes for you. Don't worry. (laughs) You're such a moron. I work for a home health agency. We take care of 80-year-old people. I didn't know you were a patient there. Yeah. You're the one that thought Y2K was 2002. Get out of here. You gotta wrap this up into a style. Y'all are fucking idiots. Holy shit. All right, all right. Episode 114, I think. Uh, Finest Pod being Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Twitter at the obvious 13. Did we have any questions of the week? No, dude, I didn't post anything. When, when, we, get our, when we get off Classic. our Wednesday schedules because people Holy are fucking shit. vacationing, it ruins my flow. I blame Phil. I re- Anyways. I, re- I remember <laughs> when I got a new job and couldn't always record on Wednesday nights anymore. Nice hiccup, dude. You look like a pussy. <laughs> have a good week, everyone.